can't read, can't write, can't stay. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Shout out to the Golden Flashes. <coughs> All right. Episode oh. 60. It's March. We made baby. it. It's March. The madness is here. It's time to fucking dive into it. We're going to get real nerdy today. Bob in Detroit, Jack in Detroit, Mike in Chicago. You're not hey, Why do I always go last on the Why do I always go last on them Bob in here with Mike there? What the Because fuck? if I put you My in name's the middle, on the logo, weird. bro. Bob in Detroit, Bullshit. Mike in Chicago, Jack in Detroit just doesn't sound right, really. Jack, or you could say Bob and Jack in Detroit. Whatever. I could say that. Whatever. All right, I'll try to Whatever clean it up. It if you want your Fuck name it. taken off the marquee, we could do that too. Names on the logo, bro. <laughs> and I go last. Come on. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll start. Uh, I'll start trying to put you in there. Okay. You just uh, say me first, because I'm. No, dead. no, no, no. No. Well, I gotta say me first. Jack in Detroit. <laughs> Bob and Mikey Definitely. probably somewhere in between. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, anyway, our most watched podcast is the one with you without you on it. That's, that's actually true. I think How are we going to put you on the marquee? I think all of our top five are without me because our first like three episodes were popping off. And yeah, I wasn't but those were any of them. Those are that YouTube, was out of YouTube novelty, though. Yeah that that was because the our friends were like, "Hey, what is this?" Yeah, Psych. <laughs> it was a novelty. Yeah, and then a hundred-ish of them stuck around. We appreciate yeah. you guys. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's tournament day. We're going to get into some more sports stuff first. Uh, but the big thing today is going to be I'm going to give you guys some trends. Um, I'm going to give you some upset teams, some teams to kind of look out for. And then I'll throw my final four at you, too. And we can have, Mike, you can, uh, I'll show you the bracket and you can throw your final four around, too. I also have something to talk about pre that jazz. I got something to tell you guys. No, not at all. That's why I want to get it out of the way first. Let's do this first then. Okay. So, all right. And I apologize for all of our audio listeners and actually YouTube as well. I practically live on top of the highway. And so if you hear any cars driving by, that's going to be the reason. Um, But anyways, I read up on some jazz the other day. I was bored as hell at work per usual. And, uh, but I was looking at this thing. It's called the prisoner's dilemma. Have you guys ever heard of this? Mm -hmm. You've heard of this, Bob? Yes. It's insane. So the way it works is there are two bank robbers, right? And they both get caught in the act robbing a bank, right? So they get brought in and interrogated in separate rooms. Okay. And the cops don't have like a crazy amount of evidence to support putting either of them in jail. So they're relying on pretty much one of them defecting and tattling on the other, okay? And the premise of this whole story is that like people for some reason in society, and and it's not even just like the common public, it's politicians and warlords and presidents and pretty much everybody in between, we all for some reason pick to do we choose to do things in a way that ends up harming both parties like instead of cooperating we choose to defect and undermine the other person and it ends up making both people's situation worse the big 
um, kind of the big example that people use for the prisoner's dilemma is the Cold War. And it's because the United States and Russia constantly were just doing shitty things towards each other, behind each other's back, acting like neither of them knew. Like that was the espionage capital of our timeline was the 1980s. And uh, so anyways... The way it goes is that if one of, of them... our timeline, none of us were alive in the 80s. <laughs> well, I mean, human beings, you know? Okay. Not ours. Right. Um, okay. But anyways, so they're both getting... These bank robbers are both getting interrogated in different rooms, okay? And if they both cooperate with each other and say nothing, they're both getting put in jail for one year, okay? So that's two years of total jail time, all right? Right. Now, let's say one person defects and tattles and the other person cooperates and doesn't tattle, the person who cooperates gets five years because they're lying, and the other person gets zero, and vice versa. But what ends up happening is that they both defect, they both un try to undermine each other, and then they both get sentenced to three years in jail. Because they both tattle. So it's right. a total of six. Right. So I don't know. I just think it's crazy because you, you your best bet is to defect and get zero. You know, you have to expect that you're either getting zero or three, or you can cooperate and you know you're getting one. You have to assume the worst of the other person. Exactly. Look and at that. I don't know. Shit's crazy, man. Shit's, cool. I just thought it was super interesting because it applies to so many things, dude. Like, that's just literally how people are. And I think it's fantastic. Hey, dude. If we did this more than once a week, we'd be get we'd have one nerdy episode every week because I love shit like that. <laughs> we'd be it's talking. great. We'd have a Jack episode where Jack just leads it every week. If you guys want that, let us know. Jack and I will record that on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it something different. You can call it. <laughs> <laughs> Like not, not fair enough. Not like fair. literally, that's the name of the the, the episode. Not fair enough. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <clears throat> okay. Um, NFL free agency happened. The Bears traded the number one pick. Yeah. What are our thoughts the, here? Literally the day after I was saying last week, I was like, "Oh, you know, is Paul's the guy? What do we do?" This and the other thing. Yep. He went and totally redeemed himself. Boy, um, did he ever put his dick on the table this whole week. Yeah, I mean, he did He did exactly what <clears throat> most Bears fans wanted to see. I mean, he said, <clears throat> let's get offense in terms of the draft. And then, I mean, DJ Moore, is, that's an outlier. But, like, he said, okay, we're going to draft offense and we're going to try and buy defense. And it's, like. It worked out. He had to do one or the other where he either bought a line or he bought defense, and he he bought two very good defensive players, um, a yep. total of fucking, what, 400 tackles last year? Yep. Um, TJ Edwards is a dog, dude. That's the guy that yeah. I, I would have loved to see him become a lion. So <clears> I was super pissed at the Bears. He's in our division yeah. now. Yeah. And, I mean, Edmonds is a stud. Um or he's good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say he's an absolute stud, but he's very good. Mm -hmm. um, and then we bought a guy who blocked for fucking Derrick Henry for four years. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, you know, that guy's getting a hundred or fifteen hundred yards a fucking year. The guy, you know, he's got to be somewhat decent as oh, yeah. an old lineman. So, yeah, I'm oh, thrilled, yeah. dude. I'm I'm stoked. I, that was fucking phenomenal. And DJ Moore's a fucking dog. 
I agree. I all their gets, every get they had, I was like, damn, that's another yeah. big one for the Bears. You hate to see it if you're a Lions fan like me, but uh, their come up's gonna be a little bit quicker than people thought. I think because polls is ready to spend the money, and we didn't think that they'd be smart enough to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, he still got a draft though. <clears throat> he still has to draft. make moves. He still got to yeah. make a good, good, good draft, and then, yeah, I mean, we need something to stick though. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing with the draft. So it's like you can draft the biggest name on the fucking market and it not fucking stick. So it's got to be the we'll right see. guy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as fuck though. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about the division as a whole now? Especially with everything going on. I mean, it seems like the Vikings are kind of selling house. Uh, the Packers are obviously selling house. I mean, what are your thoughts on the NFC North? You know, you know what's weird is that I can – this is going to sound really dumb, but I can still see the Vikings winning this division next year. I don't know how. I don't know why. But – and this is nothing against the, the Lions. I, I swear. I don't mean to be talking shit, but – I can see the Lions regressing. It not happen. that I think, not that I think they're going to, but like I like this team. It's young enough. It's not exactly proven enough. It's you know, it's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys who aren't exactly like perennial players. Like Goff, he's clearly had his downfall. Um, like there's guys like that on this team where I can see them taking a step back when it, and everyone thinks that they're probably the odds on favor at this point to win the division. But I can and I don't think the bears are good enough yet to win the division. Just to be honest, even if we do draft well, I still think <clears throat> we're fighting for a wild card at best. Yeah. Um, so I can still kind of see the Vikings making it happen. If you know, they get lucky and we're kind of like the NFC South this year, you know what I mean? Yeah. I could see that, too. Um, I, I've been thinking about that and still been worried about that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you look at the Lions, this is a team that basically won zero games the first half of the season last year. So who the fuck yeah. knows what's going to happen next year? Like, yeah, just because exactly. we finished really strong, that doesn't mean we're going to come back and start really strong again. Yeah. We should on paper. Everything looks great. But this is still the Lions. We're cautiously optimistic in Detroit. And – Another thing, too, about that is, like, yeah, they finished strong and, like, they're fighting for a playoff spot, but, like, the NFC wasn't that good last year. Like, there was a lot of decent no. teams, but nobody was overpowering it. Overpowering it's not going to be good again. Exactly. Like, it's going to that, be up in the air again thing. this year. Yeah. Um, so it's hey, kind of like. That... Sorry, Mike. I thought no, you were done. Who's no. that cornerback that we picked up today? Or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, so we got two corners. I was going to get to that. Um, at some point, but we got two corners. We got Emmanuel Mosley from San Fran. Torrey's ACL last year, but before he did that, he was holding quarterbacks to like a 63 passer rating. Just a good – anybody on defense that you get from the San Francisco 49ers, you're going to want. <laughs> are either of these guys – here's my question. Are either of these guys like lockdown backs? Cam Sutton is. I think okay. Mosley could be Cam Sutton's a top 25 pff graded corner he's a technically a nickel corner but if you're not running the nickel in the nfl you're probably fucking behind so everybody needs that guy he's immediately our best corner by 
if you're just looking at PFF by like 40 spots. <laughs> so <laughs> he's a lot better than anybody that we have playing corner right now, which is great. And then Mosley, I think if he comes back healthy, we took a shot and took a chance with this guy. That's going to be another, he'll be our second best corner. Like we just completely upgraded the room, which we needed to do because <clears> unfortunately <throat> Okuda didn't pan out the way that we thought he would. He's not the number one lockdown guy that we were hoping he was going to be, so we got to find help elsewhere. And they dipped into two of the best defenses historically in the league in San Fran and in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, cross our fingers, hope hope that things work out. And like Mike said, we don't regress this year on defense mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, but. I mean, you know, back to the division too, it's just the fact of the matter that, like we were just talking about is that the NFC is so there is literally 15 teams in the NFC that can get a wild card spot, not yeah. make the playoffs. I'm not talking can legitimately be in a wild card spot. You know what I mean? Like it, there's not many, I mean, maybe San Fran is the only, you know, like, okay, that's dead red. They're probably going to win their division, but yep. I mean, other who, than that, maybe the Eagles have <laughs> maybe lost the Eagles, so, maybe the Eagles, but, but the Giants got better. A, the Cowboys are kind of just the same and you never yep. know, like they're, uh, you know, like literally the whole South is a fucking crap. Nobody shoot. Could, like nobody could win the South and, if they tried hard enough. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, literally. And I mean, and the North is, I, I right now, I think is just as much of a crap shoot with a little more talent maybe, but mm-hmm. it's still, you know, you never know. I think the only teams right now that I can see like legitimately not fucking competing are, Depending on the, did the commanders pick up quarterback yet? I don't no, think right? They did no, no. They lost Heineke. So think, Heineke's elsewhere, and then yeah, yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, um, I as I can see, the commanders and the Panthers are like the only two teams that I can see. Maybe the Falcons that are like absolutely no chance to me at least. But I, I unless the Panthers hit fucking gold with Stroud. You know what I mean? I know that you don't want to do this. And this is, what? this could be, I mean, this really could bite us in the ass here. Just me saying this, but I almost want to put the Packers in that group. I Jordan love, you know, I, I, okay. The first I year can quarterback. S- they lost. I mean, they lost their franchise. Obviously of they course. bring people back, but, like, their team wasn't that good last year. That's the problem. And you can't lose your best player and then become good. My thing is, I don't know if <clears throat> Jordan Love has had a fair evaluation. I kind of can he has. say, I can kind of, in my head, you know who I kinda, I'm comparing Jordan Love to right now? Who? It's Trey Lance. You think so? Just I don't think Kind Trey of a Lance different is- way. Kind of, but like I don't think for one he was drafted kind of way higher than he probably should have been. He's mm-hmm. fucking you know taking in a, a a team that is notoriously a winner. He you know they're both kind of dealing. With, granted, Trey Lance is on injury shit, but like people think that fucking uh the what's it the kid who the fuck is the kid that took him to the playoffs last year uh, for San Fran? Uh, Brock Purdy. People, there's people out here that think Brock Purdy that should be his job. Um, yeah, like it's that's what it it's sounds just like, like that they're like already moved on. Like it is Brock Purdy's job. Like that's, and that's the shit. The way that people like, talk this about is crazy. It. 
That is crazy. So it's like, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, you don't know if he's good. You don't know if he's bad. But, like, he's kind of not getting his shot. But not, and I don't think he's got a very short or a very long leash, uh, Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love is, if you're not good this year, you're fucking done, son, which I don't blame him. But it's, like, it's kind of tough to, like, like you said, they trade away their franchise, and now everyone that is kind of going with them, their defense isn't as good as it was a couple years ago. And, like, I I still think the Packers, you never know. I think it's one of those teams, sneaky, in a kind of a weird division. You never know. They can squeak out some games against all three of his division teams. You know, they might go 3-3 three and three in the division just because of the weird rivalries within it and the lack of consistency out of our whole division. Yeah, um, fuck, they might be the Bears twice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and shit, it, you know, they'll probably get a pretty easy schedule, right? Or no, no, we'll probably be they were second in the scared. division. Yeah, Ooh, the, the Bears yeah. or the the Pack. No, no, the pack, pack, right? Yeah, they'll be so yeah. they'll play all the seconds. Which yeah, but don't favorite, they? But. We we who? What division did we pull this year? Cause like didn't like last year we played the whole East like we all of us play every every team played the East. Yeah, isn't it the West this year? Yeah, cause we or no, I'm sorry, I was thinking of AFC West. Mm, I don't know. I, either way, though, you never know. If we get a ease, like if ever if they get an easy schedule, yeah, you never know. So, um, but I could see where you're. I could see where you're coming with. I can see that that team being thrown in there. Um. But yeah, I, I literally think that twelve of the sixteen teams in the NFC could end up in a wild wild card spot without like being, you know, funny about it. Like I, I genuinely think that, you know. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a hell of a year in the uh, the NFC, the NFC North. We'll see what keeps happening. The other notable thing, uh, before we get off the NFL and move into some uh, <clears throat> tournament talk, is. Alex Anzalone got re-signed for the Lions, which is kind of <coughs> I would almost it's tough because I love Anzalone as a human. And I think that the locker room loves Anzalone as a human. And I know that the coaches love Anzalone as a human, a captain, a leader. Uh and then we saw the the stats, you know, that people were throwing out. Justin Rogers, uh, who's a Lions beat writer, was throwing out. Like, Anzalone had a good year. He had 125 tackles. He had seven, like, QB hurries, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, he started all 17 games. Insert yeah, name. Insert yeah, name here. Starts all 17 yeah. games. Gets those stats. It's like. Of course. I The Lions fans, and I was part of this early on in this uh, like even at the end of the season, I was part of this. We don't believe that we're good enough the next year or the next couple of years to be good to make a run ever, right? So we're very – we think of building a team like the Patriots build a team, and that's not fucking realistic. No team yeah. should think like that because building a dynasty is not realistic unless you get a guy like Patrick Mahomes or somebody like that where <clears> it's like, okay, we have a shot every single year for the next 10 years. Like, most teams don't get that. You get the Rams. No. Okay, we're going to get a guy. Let's win this thing now, and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know? Like, that's how it kind of works in the NFL unless you get a guy. So, Lions fans, you know, are some are excited about the Anzalone thing because it's like, okay, well, like, 
a guy like Levante David or a guy like Bobby Wagner doesn't want to come to Detroit. Well, why not? Like, why, why are we, you know, like, why aren't we good enough? We are good enough. We just need to go out there and ask the questions. And I know that Brad Holmes is doing that. Like, I'm not saying that uh, he's not. I'm saying that the fan base more so is kind of stuck in this, like, we're not there yet. And it's like, we could be there, guys. We got the cap. Yeah. There's talent on this team. The division's as open as it's ever been in our lifetime. There is no Favre. There is no Rodgers. There is no Dante Culpepper. Like, there's no Randy Moss. There's nobody yeah. left. You and know? It, not only, it's like, once again, not only the division, it's the whole conference. It's the whole the NFC a conference. Whole. Absolutely. It's, 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 there's so many ways to get in there. And, fuck, you get hot at one point, bro. You know, you squeak in as the fucking eight seed. You put you win your wild card game, and all of a sudden you're hot. You you, dude, look at the fucking look at Brock Purdy, bro. Like I know that they he got fucked, but like there was not a hotter team in the world, and they're playing with a fucking hundredth pick in the draft. Like right, it, it you get hot you with the right squad. You know you let your fucking O line, your strength, the talking about the Lions, fucking anchor your ass down in the run game, and you fucking never know. I mean, look what they did last year in the last ten weeks of the season. It's like, dude, why can't that happen again? Yeah. Except going into the playoffs this time. Why you know can't I mean? we make like the a, defense better to help, like to help exactly. the offense and make everybody feel better? Like that's I understand. Okay, yeah. so the Jalen Ramsey situation, for example, the Lions Which, reached out to Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey didn't want to come here no. because he wanted to go. He wanted to go to Miami. I'm assuming he wanted to live in Florida. He wanted his money. He's already got a bowl ring. Yeah, like it's hard to get a guy like that that just won a Super Bowl. He just wants to go where he's gonna go, collect his money. He's not chasing anything. Anymore. My thing, dude. I don't want to get off of the Lions right now, but like I'm so confused on some of these these trades that has have happened today for guys who are really good at football for like third round picks. Yeah, it's. I think it's a lot of it's like a petty thing. I you're I assume that you're like one of the ones is Darren Waller that you're thinking of. Darren Waller, St- Stefan Gilmore, fucking yeah. Jalen Ramsey, especially third round. How is that? Like, dude, we got chase Claypool for the fucking for the 32nd pick in the draft. Right. Like how the fuck did like, yeah, give how me Jalen Ramsey. Like, yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I can't. Yeah, we my don't head is blowing up right anymore. We That's what I'm saying. Else. Like, yeah. how the fuck is this happening? Where this is like these guys are getting traded for fucking peanuts. Yeah. When you know there are like legitimate players getting getting fucking. I I, I doesn't. I think I'm it's confused. guys that just want to be out of their situation. You know, like Gilmore. Gilmore totally lateral move. I mean, the Colts suck. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys yeah. aren't like lighting the world on fire, though. He was. I'm sure he wasn't like. I want to be in Dallas. Like this is where I've always wanted to play. But, you know, I mean, like, are you sure? Because well, I don't know. Or but was there honestly, a tiff though, between Stephon Gilmore and the Colts? I don't know. I heard from what I heard about the Waller situation, just really quick, was that him and McDaniel's weren't seeing eye to eye. And that's how why he was like, "Get me the fuck out." Yet they they fucking franchise tag Josh Jacobs. When that guy literally yeah. made it seem like he wanted to be out, the whole Raiders team did not want to be there because of Josh McDaniels. And now it's like, uh, anyway, yeah, I don't. But the thing is, though, that's bullshit because what I hate where the league has gotten, and this is throughout pretty much all sports except maybe hockey, is that you can just, if you don't want to be on that team, 
you got to get you're getting traded for a bag of chips just so they don't have to deal with you anymore or you're going to hold out or yeah. not play like the it's it's not right that these players have as much power as they do in turn once when they signed a contract like you signed a fucking contract you know what i mean like right I, I, the, it, it blows my mind that the whole league isn't just one year fucking 10 or 30 for quarterbacks at least one year 35 million dollar fucking contracts left and right and then obviously according to your fucking salary for per position like they're not just all one-year deals because it now it's crazy that these guys <laughs> it, it, they act like it they sign five-year deals and they're like mm, dude but i'll go go so i'm gonna go somewhere else for a yeah. fucking third round pick jalen ramsey get the yeah. fuck out of here that's crazy oh. i think you're right I, I think that nhl is probably the only league that that doesn't happen in unless it's like like we had Jacob Verano, we traded him for a bag of chips. Sick player, but he had a drug problem. So it's like that's the only well, way. Yeah, there's, it's not going to be like reasons. Jacob Verano's like, oh, I want out, and then he yeah, gets to leave. Exactly. That's not how shit flies in yeah. the NHL. And it's like it, and that shit. It's like, and a lot of times in like the NHL, where it's like you get rid of a guy like Patrick Kane. You, we had a nice haul, but we didn't get a sick haul for our, the guys we moved. But it's yeah. like that's either you do this or you get nothing for it. When you're a fucking bottom dweller of the league, this shit is like. Oh, you're our best player. You know, we had, we're the Rams. We had everybody and their mother hurt last year. Literally their entire team was hurt last year. Yep. Uh, oh, my best secondary player doesn't want to be here anymore. Mm, it's either he doesn't play or we get a third round pick. I'd say, fuck you. Don't play then. Don't play. Dude. Sit on the bench. Sit on and the I bench don't... and you don't get, we don't, and then we don't get shit for him at the end of the day. I don't care. Yeah. That's my thing. I, I would be petty as fuck if I was a GM. <laughs> I would be so petty. I'd be like, <laughs> don't play then, pussy. Yeah, uh, see ya. You'd be kicking people to the curb and feel good about yeah. it. Definitely. I mean, okay. I don't know. Fucking football, man. We could go NFL all day. Oh, and I would. so bef- we could, and we'll go another two minutes because I want to know yeah. if you had heard we'll anything about. we back into it in April, too, in the draft time. Yeah, of course. But, um. Are we seeing movement at all out of uh, Lamar Jackson? Are you? Uh, and I also found out some new news about that. That you know that in order to match that, you have to give up two first round picks too. Yes, I did know that. I didn't know that. We we talked about that a little bit in the group chat because I didn't yeah. know that either. Because we uh, talked about it a little bit on here last Jim, week, and Jim I pointed that out. Oh, uh, because we talked about it on here last or two weeks ago or whatever, and I was like, how is nobody? I, I was like, how is nobody fucking trying to get this guy? And then I was like, oh, well, two first-round picks. picks. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a, not a many lot. teams have the capital. B, exactly. the teams that do have the capital are like, we're going to get our own shit. Like, we're good. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> that's kind of the position makes... the Lions are in is like, we're yeah. good. You know? No, yeah, for sure. That makes way more sense to me. Fuck all that. You can go sign yeah. up next year and keep your fucking two first-round picks, you know? <laughs> well, the guy's an asshole. Get an agent. Like, don't be yes. an asshole. You can't that do this dude. by yourself. You just can't. Yeah, and he no, was, like, bragging fair. on Twitter today about his last deal, and it was like, dude, that wasn't a good deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're going to get fleeced again this time, probably, because at some yeah. point, somebody's just people are just going to be like, well, we're not going to fucking sign you because we're not going to give you that pull, amount of money. He's going to pull the Le'Veon Bell. He's going to hold out and end up going to get way less money with the Jets instead of the fucking Steelers. You know what yep. I mean? Yep happens oh, every time so oh, it does too but uh, i think uh we're both in uh pretty happy spots with our teams right now if i'm excited I, I guess i'm excited I'm looking, also 
looking forward to draft draft talk. Uh, shit's going to get heated here soon, especially with the move the Bears made. That shook everything up. It helped the Lions. So thank yeah. you, Ryan Poles. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like we'll get into that in depth big time. We'll start naming names in yeah. April. It's going to get real. I mean, to anyone who's listening right now, it's probably going to be like three or four straight weeks of sports, unfortunately, until the next draft. Yeah, which I am very hard about. Because yeah. <laughs> this is the best time of the year. It's the fucking best time of the year. Speaking of the best time of the year, were you in a school where when March Madness came on, you had like a cool teacher and you were able to watch games? In high school? No. No? no. Not even one? <laughs> no. Really? No, dude. I'm yeah, did you have that? Way older than you. You don't even know, son. This is Nazi Germany back where I was. I absolutely had that. At Heritage, there was a bunch of them. And I think even at Nouvelle, who was the guy at Nouvelle that was doing that jazz, Bob? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, Mr. Novak always had stuff like that on. But I don't think you had him. I didn't have him because I was... A freshman, Not and I smart. wasn't in marching band like you were. That's true. Somebody's got to well, play the trombone. I also don't think we didn't have like cable, and what, and we also didn't have a bunch of smartphones when I was in high school. Bro, like, you are not fucking seventy five. We didn't bro, have radio. Yeah, we, we didn't have. We just listened to it. <laughs> we didn't have. Well, that would have been a. That's a whole different story. We didn't have like cable in our in our school. So you couldn't watch it, and we didn't have smart dude, bro. We the first smartphone I had it was like a, uh, a HTC, the one with the little fucking rolly ball on it. You couldn't watch fucking. That was a good one. That was a good one, and I was sixteen, <laughs> bro. I had a BlackBerry until fucking the end of sophomore year. Like I don't know what. I, I we didn't have iPhones until like. We didn't, I, I didn't really. Have an I mean, we had iPhones. I was a senior. We had iPhones in high school. Like we didn't have them. I mean. Nouvelle yeah, like, but, has a bunch of rich kids. So some of the rich kids had iPhones. But, yeah, we just go in and they'd have it on. Uh, we had, like, we had the newer projectors junior and senior year in high school. So, like, they'd just project the game. Yeah, see, we didn't have. Nice I, we didn't have, We didn't have, like, the actual, like, they didn't have Comcast in the school. You know what I mean? Or even, yeah. like, the base channels. Because I know a lot of the tournament isn't even on, like. It's on True cable, TV, right? yeah. You gotta go shit. find that. You gotta have a weird package to get most. The of True these games. TV thing is is <laughs> honestly what I. That's the most confusing channel because it's like ABC, CBS, yeah. whatever, and then True TV. And you're they like, gave up Whoa. the bag. They said we dude, want I, in on this action. I was True say, TV. Like, they're like, dude, we don't make shit for money oh, for yeah. literally eleven months out of the year. But <laughs> come March, we, bro, we're we making it all up. Not for three yeah. weeks in March. Good for them. Yeah. 100%. True TV. Dude, that shit is funny, bro. Yeah, because people were <laughs> – I saw people on Twitter. They'd talk about, like, uh, you know, teachers would roll in the rolly TV. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of thought I was like, eh, you got to be hooked up to that's cable. Yeah. 
So I don't know how well the Rolly TV was working unless you had like a Chromecast on it, but I don't think those were invented yet. <laughs> just watching like old yeah. games, recycled games. Yeah, yeah like, on the fucking VHS. Yeah, yeah. I bet you, dude. I bet Christian Leitner hits the shot at the end. Like, yes, I, saw exactly. this, I saw this one dude was showing the Iron Bowl from that one year, like the crazy kick return shit, the field goal return or whatever it was. Oh yeah, he was that. showing it to his girlfriend, and she was yeah. like real amped about it because she thought it was like being played at the time but yeah. he like just showed her a couple weeks ago <laughs> an all-time prank i should like yeah when i'm married i'm just gonna have old games running constantly at times that they should be on and <laughs> just confuse the shit out of my wife <laughs> that's awesome okay that. but you guys want to get into some stats here <laughs> sure dude because i'm sure there's some i, I do you have what in you know terms what of I like goofiness, I know, but in terms of like goofiness, do you have any or are they all like, oh, this does this when this happens or what kind of stats um, are there? Are they just plain ass like, oh, this team is this against the spread or 11s and 12s win at least two games a year? Like, No, I actually don't have any of those. I have a lot of national champion stats, kind of like what I had last year where like, okay, okay only these teams can win it based on these stats. Okay. Okay. Right. All, right, all, right, all right. Yeah. These are, These I'm, are I'm the worst stats. They're the worst because... stats unless you want to win your bracket. For no, gamblers, no. they're not fun. Exactly. They're the worst <laughs> stats because, for one, then you're like, because where my head went last year was like, all right, I'm putting money on every one of these teams to mm-hmm. win. I didn't do that because I, I was trying to be responsible. But in my head, I'm like, oh, then I'd go and bet. And I'm like, oh, well, this team's going to win for sure. So, because Bob said it. <laughs> and then that didn't happen. <laughs> And you know what's funny is that last year, like the main mold, and I'm going to give it to you again this year, got broken. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that it, like your big dick stat didn't cut it last year. The biggest dick stat missed (laughs) last year for the first Uh, time in 25 years, 97. Before, like, and it might not have happened before then, but that's when Ken Palm started recording stats. Was yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I do Let's rapid fire so through these Come things. On. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> First stat. I'll give you a couple of uh, – we'll go a couple of softer ones first. So in oh, me. the 64-team era, 64 teams in the tournament, mm-hmm. 36 teams have entered the tournament as a one or a two seed that weren't ranked in the preseason poll. So going into the season, they were not ranked at all. And now in the tournament, they have a one or two seed. Those 36 teams that have went from preseason unranked to a one or two seed in the poll or in the uh, tournament have never made a final four. And they're averaging less than two wins. There are two teams that fit that bill this year. One, it's going to shock nobody. It's Purdue. Two, is a team that some people have going far, uh, Marquette. So basically okay. what it's saying is watch for Purdue and Marquette to basically win Pit one bounced. game. It's hard for them to win two games. Okay. Okay. On to the next. Yeah. Over the last 10 tournaments, Purdue was unranked going into the season? Unranked going into the season. I guess the Big Ten was real weird to start the year. Okay, that makes sense. And they lost Jaden Ivey, lottery pick. So they still had Zach Eady, though. Oh, he- kind of weird. Oh, J- yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaden Ivey went to Purdue. 
Yeah, I, I, my head when you said Jay Ivy, I was like, hold on, he got hurt because he did go down in the. Uh, he, I thought he got hurt in that uh, Big Ten championship game the other day, like for a little bit. So I got. Oh no, that was Sasser from Houston. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sasser from up. Houston got hurt. Yep, 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 yep. Go yep. ahead. I, my bad. I'm, I'm breaking shit up. You're good. Uh, over the last ten tournaments, there have been on average nine upsets in the first round. So if you're looking at your board. And you're thinking, okay, Thursday, Friday, how many upset, how many upsets do I have? You need to have around nine if you're filling out a bracket, or if you're gambling and you're doing the entire board, which I'd like to do Thursday, Friday. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you got nine upsets minimum between Thursday and Friday in the first round. Okay, how often are they nine or ten seeds? Is the real question. Do you know that? I don't know. That'd be a good one to look up, though. Yeah. See what okay. seed they are. But there's nine upsets. They could be any seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. 100% of national champions since 2004 were ranked top 12 in the week six AP poll. So week what six. The fuck out isn't, of isn't that a fun one? Isn't that a fun one? So week six in the AP poll, if you take a look at it, I'll run down the list for you. Number one, Purdue. Number two, Virginia. Number three, UConn. Number four, Bama. Five, Houston. Six, Tennessee. Seven, Texas. Eight, Kansas. Nine, Arizona. Ten, Arkansas. Eleven, Baylor. Twelve, Duke. So one of those teams, one of those 12 teams, since 2004, 100% of the time has won the national championship. That makes sense. This year, at least. I like most of those teams. Yep, and we already told you about Purdue, so you could pretty much cross that one out. Then um, there's some other, there's some trendy teams in there that will will eliminate some more with this next stat. All right, <laughs> this is the actually we'll go we'll go the we'll go the altered stat that lost last year last. So a hundred percent of national champions since 1993 have made their conference tournament semifinals. And there are a bunch of teams that fit this bill. So you have to have made your conference semifinal to win the national championship since 1993. The teams that fit that mold, Arizona, Marquette, Mizzou, UCLA, Purdue, Creighton, UConn, Memphis, Tennessee, or TCU, Virginia, Indiana, Xavier, Miami, Houston, Penn State, Kansas, Iowa State, St. Mary's, Texas A&M, Arizona State, Texas, Duke, Bama, Zaga. All those teams made the semis of their conference tournament, which means they have a chance to win the title. But now we get to the stat that eliminates almost everybody. The stat that lost last year. And I'll tell you why it lost. So last year, listen to the distinction here. Last year, I gave you the trend that every national champion in the Ken Palm era, starting in 1997, finished top 40 in offense and top 25 in defensive efficiency. The distinction this year, thanks to Kansas last year, is 100% of national champions since 2002 have been both a top 40 Ken Palm offense and a top 22 defense. Not top 25 defense, top 22 defense. The teams that fit that mold, Creighton, Houston, 
UCLA, Kansas, Bama, Texas, UConn. Some teams that you don't see on there. Purdue. Some teams that you don't see on there. Gonzaga. Some teams that you don't see on there. Arizona. So a couple of big names, big seeds that are not on this list. And if you kind of go through every list or every one of the trends that I gave you today, the six teams that can win the national championship, you heard it here first on the Fair Enough podcast, are Houston, UCLA, Kansas, Bama, Texas, and UConn. Those are your six. Okay. Pause okay, for applause. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you so what you're saying is that so the six teams are UCLA, Kansas, Houston, Houston Bama, Bama, UCLA, Texas. Texas, Yukon. 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 Yep. So you, you're saying that a one or a two seed is probably gonna win unless it's Yukon at four. That's what I'm saying. Because I was, I saw there was a part, there was a prop. Uh, I saw a Barcelona sportsbook was, uh, it was like plus odds for a one or a two seed to win this, uh, the Stanley Cup. Jesus Christ, to win the national championship. It was plus and odds. We should handle plus that. odds. And I was like, dude, this year when I was looking at everything, I'm like, dude, like, I personally, I like, I like Houston. I like Kansas. Those were like my two teams. I mean, I, that's not saying much. Like, obviously, everyone kind of likes Houston and kind of likes Kansas somewhere along the way. But, mm-hmm. like, I I like Houston. I like Kansas. Those are, like, my two teams. Um, And I was like, dude, one of those teams is going to win it. So I was going to hammer it. But now you're over here just giving me – you're just making it seem way easier, bro. <laughs> like, we, hopefully this doesn't get to the books because they're going to fucking – they're going to change all the lines, man. The books know this. It's a, It's about the people. <laughs> It's about the people getting the knowledge. It's the people that are putting money on Gonzaga that don't know that they have no chance to win it. Well, I feel like, you know, Gonzaga really fucking Gonzaga is one of those teams that really fucked everything up because they allowed them to be number one for so goddamn long over the last couple of years. And it's like, dude, they're fraudulent. They played a bunch of shit teams every fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it kind of correct here. I mean, now they're a three seed. Yeah, which rightfully, but their record isn't as good though. The last couple of years, they yeah. went, they went undefeated and thirty plus yeah. wins. Now they're twenty eight yeah. five this year, and a and a yeah. little bit tougher, I would say. Uh, WCC, St. Mary's mm-hmm. was good this year. Uh, San Francisco gave everybody a run. So, um, San Francisco, San Francisco might be one of the most fun teams to watch in the country. Dude, uh, no joke. You know what their nickname is? Um, I just learned this. God damn it! I do know it. I do know it. What is it? It's something dumb. The Dons. The Dons, dude. I was gonna say the (laughs) Ponies, and I was like, that's not it. But it's something stupid as fuck. The San Francisco Mac Dons. Yep. Ain't that sweet? Hilarious. (laughs) Ain't that sweet? He says. All right, you guys want some? uh, You want some? Trendy Cinderella's? Sure, dude. Let's jump in. All right, the team that everybody's talking about. Let's start with them. My team. 
The oral Who's version that? of me. Oral Roberts. <laughs> the oral version. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did not even catch it. I'm like, what is he oh, talking about? I thought you were just being nasty, dude. <laughs> oral yeah, Roberts yeah. is a college. It's a university. I okay. don't know where it is. But Oral Roberts, let me give you three stats. They lead the nation in 10 scoring runs per game. Anybody that watches college basketball consistently knows that it is a sport of runs like no other sport that we have. <laughs> it's 10-0 here, 10-0 here, 10-0 here. And when you're in the tournament, you want to be a team that is capable of going on runs because if you're not, you're going to get left behind. So Oral Roberts leads the nation in 10-0 scoring runs per game, and they have 31 this year. It's kind of an insane stat. Uh, Oral Roberts shoots the three. They're top 30 in three-point percentage, and they're also top 30 in the three-point attempt rate. So we know that they're going to go on a lot of runs, and a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that they're jacking threes and they're making them. Lastly, uh, they have a top 40 offense in the country, and that's led by Max Abemus, who was in the tournament last year and kind of tore it up. He's got 22 points a game, which is pretty significant in college basketball. So Yeah, that's really high in college basketball. He's got to be top five in the country, no? Yeah, I would assume so. I don't know the exact stat I mean, on that, but not many guys are over high. 20. Yeah, so like yeah. Jalen Wilson at Kansas averaged 19.8. So that tells you, like, yeah. okay, he's a really good player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and exactly. He's not there. It's like the yeah. Brandon Millers and the Max Abe missed the guys. There's only a couple guys above 20. Mm-hmm. All right, so Oral Roberts, fun pick. Another fun pick that everybody's kind of jumping on, Charleston. Shout out to Jim Costa, my colleague, for these stats, by the way. Uh, 30 attempted <laughs> threes per game for Charleston. That's number one in the nation, which – the team that's jacking up the most threes is always kind of a sexy pick. Uh, Bama was there a couple of years ago, and they that was literally all they did. They still kind of do that <coughs> under Nate yeah. Oates. But uh, Charleston is 12th in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, they just get a bunch of extra possessions every game, essentially is what that means. And they're top 50 in pace of play. So they're playing fast. They jack a bunch of threes. And if they miss that three, they're getting the rebound. <laughs> so Charleston... Fun team. They play San Diego State to start, so not a crazy difficult matchup either. Uh, look out for the College of Charleston Cougars. Last but certainly not least, shout out to my roommate Newman. <laughs> for Kent State, I guess something they say down there is Kent Reed, Kent Wright, Kent State. <laughs> shout out to the golden flashes so the golden flashes are tied with gonzaga and houston in the final five minutes of the season they were tied with both of those teams in the final five minutes so they're a team that was battle tested this year and pushed a couple of the top teams to the brink they're 10 and 1 in their last 11 uh they have a guy not Max Abemus status, but a uh, pretty damn good player and sincere Curry. Curry's a nice last name to have, uh, especially at a smaller school. 17 points a game this guy has. And then they're 38th in defense. So they're a top 40 defensive team, which we know Ken Palm loves in the tournament. And they're also 23rd in forced turnovers. So 
Uh, they're playing good defense, and a lot of that comes by way of uh, making people make mistakes, getting the ball back. So those are my three big ones. You got Oral Roberts, the College of Charleston, and Kent Reed, Kent Wright, Kent State. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know that Kent State was in Ohio? Yes. I only know that because we're so close. But Yeah, I didn't Dude, know that I knew until that recently. I went to Siesta Key my senior year of high school for spring break. And my buddies and I were out like real late one night and we met these chicks that were like freshmen at Kent State and we hung out like the entire night. And that is when I discovered that Kent Reed can't Kent write Kent State was oh. in Ohio. I was like, son of a gun. Here nice. we are. Yeah. Here we are. Into some Kent State folk. Couple rockets. Some... It's pretty much the CMU of Ohio. Or maybe like the Michigan State slash CMU of Ohio. Could they read or write? Or is that I don't know. They could no. have boobs, though. <laughs> but they could <laughs> fucking strip the chrome off a fucking trailer. Yak so, wasn't really concerned about the reading or writing portion of the test on yeah. spring break. Nope, nope. <laughs> did they pass right the around. eye exam? They, yeah. Yes, they sure did with flying colors. It was, right, it was right around the time that the expression was, what that mouth do came yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Was invented on spring break. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's about that time. It is. It is. Oh, um, so funny. we got a couple more tidbits here. Uh I'm gonna give <laughs> you a homer pick. Okay. Also, shout out to the Michigan Wolverines completely fucking up everything and missing this tournament. God, they're such a bad basketball team. That dude. <laughs> it's honestly it's insane i can't believe it like that is insane the fa- that they the recruiting it. class that they had and then what they turned it into is <laughs> yeah so we'll, nobody will see you at the nit they play tonight and somebody at work asked me if i was going to watch it today and I, there's a lot of things i'd rather do than watch michigan in the nit i thought Boy, they declined it no north carolina declined it oh Michigan was doing anything to play some more basketball. They need the practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the a team that I like a homer pick is the Drake Bulldogs. They are a 12 seed at 27 and seven. They balled out last year. Uh, I'm not sure how they did in the tournament last year, but they made it and they balled out. And they had a they lost a guy this year. Their point guard Joseph Yesifu, who went to Kansas. Pretty nice place to transfer, so you know that people are coming from Drake. Uh, but they have a couple of good guys like Roman Penn and uh, the other guy's name escapes me. But Drake, trendy, fun pick. They got Miami first, who Jim Laranega and the Miami Hurricanes can't win games in the tournament for whatever reason. So uh, they get Drake. Didn't, didn't Miami go to the Final Four last year? Or the Elite Eight? Yeah, I think they went to the Elite Eight last year. That was like the first time they ever made a push. No, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, no, I'm not saying that I was. I mean, it's just funny how you say it after oh, they yeah. have like their best, their best result. And that's ever. that's almost <laughs> how I know it will never happen again. Like they they already use they use their get out of jail free card last year. Yeah, all right, I get that's fair. So um, Drake, and then uh, I guess all the other ones that I like I've said already were just those trendy Cinderellas. But Drake would be the one where I think they can make a push because they the one seed in that bracket's Houston, 
and I think they're kind of vulnerable, especially if Sasser goes down again. Who knows? They're Man, one of those teams think, that could win it. So I just, you know, can win it is just such a – I just don't think they could, man. I mean, who was it a couple Houston? years ago? Was it UConn? Was it UConn that was like an eight seed that won it or some shit like that? Yeah, UConn was real deep. But, like, that was, like, the biggest one that we've seen in a, a while, man. It's tough to mm. see anything higher than a fucking five win, man. It is, and know, that's even... why those those six I gave you, you pointed it out. They're ones and twos outside of UConn, yeah. who's a four. And that's the thing. So, But, like, I, I mean, I think, like, the first – it's fun. Those teams, like, those three trendy, like, the little picks that you have, like, those, I like that for, like, the first round. Yep. All right, you win a game, and then it's like, all right, you're probably not going to do shit else. Uh, right. I was I watched, like, some TikTok, because obviously right now all there is is people putting out their betting tips and yep. this, that, and the other thing. But it was like, if you bet, like, every – I think it's like 11, 12, 13 team, you bet all of them against a spread or something like that. Or, no, I think it was to win that, like – you're plus money like every year for the last like six years or something like that. Damn. That's not like a lot, but it's like you, I think, you you know, they win, they say that you win like at least two or three of those a year. Yeah. And it's like, that is enough to warrant a fucking, you know, a positive day on the, in terms of betting, which it's like, that's kind of crazy, man. Those are the three seeds that upset the most. I think 12 is the most. I think the twelve-five game is the most upset, but yeah, eleven, twelve—that's what I'm saying. Are all in the realm of possibility all the time. And you have to think that in terms of betting, you're sitting at at least like plus two, three hundred when you're in for money games. line. Fuck yeah! If not, you know what I mean. If not, better. So it's like if you win keeping, two of them, yeah, you know, keeping all units the same, you should be up. Yeah, that's a good it's one. Kind of, yeah. Um, okay. I definitely, I definitely am gonna throw that one th- throw that together and make it happen uh, i saw something i don't know if you guys already talked about this at all but uh i saw this video of these guys that last year they bet like almost every single game to go to overtime and they won a shit ton of money because a lot of the games the odds were so low that it like covered the money that they placed on the teams that didn't actually go to ot mm. but what a wild fucking thing to do you're just blanketing the whole tournament in overtimes because i mean there's a lot of games that do go to OT, but what a wild way to bet. In the first round, especially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, yeah. If you're going to do it, at OT. least do it in the fucking round of 64 there, round number one. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. That's a, no, I don't I'd like fucking. I, I don't know what the odds are on if it goes to overtime. Do you think they're like, what, plus 300 at least? Oh, it's got to be more than that. It's probably got, yeah, yeah it's probably like plus 500. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, though, it's like fuck. Well, keep maybe that like one. Least... Keep that one in your back pocket for sure. If yeah. you're listening, in maybe there. like one day. Maybe not like the whole round, but like one day. Like okay. Yeah. Um. Final four picks. I don't have I... the bracket up. That's all right. Right now, I I put it away. I'm gonna tell you exactly what is gonna happen anyway. Okay. Uh, I got Bama coming out of the south. I've got Duke coming out of the East. You just no, you just talked about fucking Oral Roberts, and yeah. aren't they playing Duke? Yeah, they are. 
<laughs> I think it, I think if Duke I think if Duke wins that game, they're going to the Final Four. Okay, all right. Yep. If, if Duke loses, chaos ensues. Okay. Yes. I still love Oral Roberts, but I just think like if if it, Duke and they can still win, cover the spread. Yeah, they I think can still they cover the spread technically. But yeah, if Duke wins that game, like that's the Purdue that's... bracket, that's the Marquette bracket, USC, Michigan State, like it's just not yeah. crazy sound. And Duke is very underseeded, uh, from what everybody's been saying at five. So they have a relatively not a nonchalant road, but the one being Purdue is huge for them. So I, got I don't Bama. think Shire is a good enough coach to get it done. To be honest, we'll see. He's a fuck. He's a young motherfucker, dude. Guy's like barely know, older than us. He was playing for the team in '09. I know. I know. Um. Just so saying. Bama, Duke on Duke the left guy. side, and then okay. I've got Texas top right in the Midwest. That's the Houston bracket, and then I've got right now I have. It's either UCLA or UConn. I can't make up my mind. I'm going UCLA. I know that they just lost their center, but they still have that Jaquez kid. They still have Tiger Campbell. Like They still have a lot of good players that were there last year and have done this Final Four thing already. So I have tentatively, as of right now, UCLA beating Bama in the national championship. But if you were, if the wind blows, I could switch that to UConn and UConn winning the national championship in two seconds. Sonogo, Jordan Hawkins, take a look at UConn. Watch them play. Watch them play that first game against Iona. That should be like a decent game with Rick Pitino's squad. Uh, and tell me they're not a fun team to watch. They're going to be a darling. That's what I got. I don't know, man. I, I don't know why. I don't know why my nutsack says Kansas is going to win it all again. So. They're not. They're on the list. They're up the no, six. I know. I, that's that's that was like the one team where I was like, is anyone gonna beat this team coming down, coming down to the wire in terms of like I, I don't know. Like I think they got talent to to fuck with everybody. They got the coaching, which I think helps a lot. It does. And They're oh just boy, in Billy. that I, that region, the West region. It, it's is Kansas, tough. dude. Arkansas might be Arkansas or Illinois. Either one of those teams in their second game is going to be tough. St. Mary's is in there. UConn, uh, Gonzaga, UCLA. Like, there's just no break in that. No, in that yeah, West it's region. definitely no. It's definitely no break. You're not no wrong about off. that. That's but, I, like I love. I like watching Kansas play. Jalen Wilson's sick. Like, like I said, they got Yasafu coming off the bench now. Like, they have a, a sick team again. Um. Yeah, tough road. Tough to go back to back. Tough road. That's the only reason I didn't put them in the final four. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I, I get it, and yeah, the, I think the back to back thing is is the biggest thing in my head. Where I'm like, well, maybe not, just because how hard is it to do that in any sport nowadays, let alone fucking the tr- tournament. Who um, would you have if you had Kansas in the national championship? Who would you have them playing? Uh, probably Bama. Yeah, honestly. Just like how you said, it's kind of like that. What what is the region with Purdue in it? Uh, that Purdue is the East with Duke. The and East is kind of is kind of not that great. No. And then so it's like if they do get to the Final Four, I don't see it like being as if like on the other side where you have you know UCLA, Kansas, Texas, Houston, like you got UConn. You got like legit. You're like okay, like you said, every single game is no joke. I know that the, fi- like the whoever makes the final four is no joke, no matter what. But 
I think Bama's good enough to kind of handle anybody that's in the the East. I agree. You know I, just, I, mean? I they they run the fuck out of the floor and like they they're just efficient when the basketball when they do and Brandon Miller's the best player in the country. <laughs> I just don't know how. I just my thing is I hate putting two ones in a in the in the championship. And yeah. like right now my head says Bama Kansas. And yeah. it's like I don't know, you know, if that's a But you also said that's what that. happened. That's what happens, no, dude. It's ones I, and twos. You know. Unless there's the occasional Yukon. There's always like there's a stat out there too, and I'm sure that was just one that I didn't have or find or write down today, but there's like always a three or a four or something in the final four. In the final four, yeah. Yeah, there's like one team that's not a one or a two. <clears throat> yeah, uh, usually. So take a look at that stat if you're looking to go into the final four of your bracket. But yeah, that's what we got for you today. Any other thoughts? Any other uh, predictions? I'm predicting that I drink way more than you this weekend. Mm. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> we basically, so I'm going to Chicago this weekend. We did this last year. Uh, the boys and I went out to Chicago for the first weekend of the tournament. It's a fucking riot. Um, shout out to the Barstool River North. We had a great time there. Shout out to the country bar that I don't know the name of. We had a fantastic yeah, time there. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find, <laughs> we'll find them all again uh, this week. But yes, so happy, uh, happy Wednesday and Thursday to all of you. The Fair Enough boys will be together, I think. Last year was strictly, we were basically going back and forth tequila shots. I mean, yeah, dude. I don't know until I, I think I think I got lost at one point. I'm pretty sure I was wandering around for a minute. You or definitely we went did. to that that piano bar lost. and yeah, I couldn't get in. Remember yeah. the guy? He wouldn't let me in, dude. That guy he was a prick. Me in. And yeah. that and I was like that bar sucked. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I was like, dude, like, dude, you I need people like, there's in nobody, here. Yeah, <laughs> there's nobody here. And I was like, my friends are right there. <laughs> like, and but. I was, I should have just told him, like, I bet when that guy walks in, if he doesn't drop a hundred dollars at the bar in the first ten minutes, then you can kick me out because I know he's gonna. Yeah, do that. I, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the problem. That he's is giving you 100%. money. He's one of your best customers, yeah. and you're not letting him in because he's a little drunk. He can't stand up. <laughs> Big fucking deal. <laughs> He's got one shoe. So what? Let him in. <laughs> yeah, but this shit should. What be are you fun. too good for us? You need both your shoes all the time. Yeah. Fuck face. Yeah, dude. Take Fucking a step yeah. back. Piano bars. Stupid. Snooty. But um, potentious. Yeah, in terms of college basketball, I don't really have much predictions. I, you know, I kind of. Kind of checked out really early this year. I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking. I was like, I'm gonna pay attention so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't no, really do that either this year. I wanted to do the same thing, and I didn't do it until and I was, two, two weeks ago. Yeah, I was – I, like, do like, the first two weeks I was in it, and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just kind of fell off, and the NBA started getting in my way a lot, and I'm like, fuck. So now I'm, like, just kind of like, eh. I didn't do – I have I have been offered a 1,000 pools to get into. Like, oh, do you want to get into this pool? And this, I'm like, you know what? I don't. Like, I don't want to do a bracket. Yeah, like I'll probably do like a free one or whatever, but like I'm not, I'm not gambling a lot on it until it's actually game day. Yep. And then, uh, I like that, yeah, man. I I think yeah. uh, I think gambling game to game has kind of taken some of the fun out of the bracket. I love. I mean, I'm still gonna be forever a print off the bracket and write shit down guy just because it's fun to do that. 
But yeah. uh, I think gambling game to game has taken some of the luster away from jumping in a bracket pool. I did do a yeah. – the only pool that I'm in is a player pool. So we had to pick 15 players. Like, each guy has 15 players. Random – could be any team that you want that's in the tournament. The team of 15 with the most points at the end wins the pot. So, like, Damn. if I if I pick Abemus from – Oral Roberts, and they lose to Duke, he might have scored 22, but that's all he's going to get, you know? Yeah. So you want to pick guys with teams that are going to go far, but then once you start getting down to the nitty-gritty, you want to pick the top guys from the bad teams, yeah. or teams you think you'll make a run. Like, I have a bunch of guys from Drake, because I think Drake might make a run, you know? Yeah. So that'll be interesting. That. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, though. It's definitely something different. It's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Good luck this weekend. Always gamble responsibly. Um, one eight hundred. If you're gam- in the River North, number. yeah. If you're, <laughs> did you say you don't know one eight hundred gambler? No, one eight hundred gambler is oh. the number. Oh, uh, I was if, like, you if just you said get it. to that point this weekend, give them a ring. Yeah. If uh, you're yeah. in the River North area, come say hi. We'll yeah. Be somewhere. Yeah. Um, Shoot it the is St. Patrick's at Day too. So, um, yep. if anyone's downtown, be bopping around. Let us know. Give and, us a uh, shot. Yeah. We'll see you. For sure. We'll see you St. Patrick's Day. Like I said, good luck, everybody, this weekend. And hopefully these tips and tricks help you a little bit. At least you know that the six teams that are going to win it, so you can bet that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, good luck to everybody in the gambling front. We will see everybody for episode 61 next week. That is a Fair Enough podcast. Love you. Deuces. Love you.